You think he talked? Summer. <laughs> hey, Brody. <laughs> Shit, you never know. All right, all right, all right. Pay attention. We're gonna teach you something real special. Real special today. This is two coins. Two coins. Two coins. With my boy Wally. Wally. Then Ronnie. Then Ronnie. Wherever you're at, we're at. Showing two sides of the same coin. Let me know what y'all think. Two coins. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter today. Yes, sir. Welcome to the Two Coin Podcast. It is your brother Walid. And it's your boy, the other side of the coin, Ronnie. And this week's episode is brought to you by Wood Morning. Go get you some. And Instagram Live. So we got two cameras pointed. You feel me? Today. First time doing a little. You and know it's what confusing the, the hell out of me. <laughs> Bro, I ain't gonna lie. You know, I feel you. I feel like we gotta address that side and then gotta do this, but you know. Yeah. It's all good. First time, test trial, all that. This, this must be what Denzel feel like. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but he got like 50 other cameras yeah. just like looking like, hey man, which way do I look? Yeah. But nah, for real, like first time doing live, appreciate everybody that's in right now, appreciate everybody that comes in later on, like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, man, yes, sir. Yeah, for real, for real. But uh, let's get right into it, man. It's been a minute just since it was just you and me, you know what I mean? We got to get back on just that bullshit. And first, oh, yeah. first, first item on that bullshit <laughs> real quick, first coin out the bag, your Mount Rushmore comedians. Bro, all right, so I'm pretty big on stand-up comedy. Okay. That's like a real interest that I take up, man, so... Obviously, number one is Dave Chappelle. You can't beat Dave Chappelle. I think, you know how, like, LeBron has basketball down to, like, a science? And yeah. then, like, Tom Brady has football down to a science? I yeah. feel like Dave Chappelle is that for stand-up comedy. For stand-up comedy? Cause I can't disagree with that. Out of anybody else that does stand-up comedy, Dave Chappelle is the only nigga that'd be up there just completely 100% relaxed, just shooting the shit. Everybody else is at least, there's some smidgen of nervousness, even if it's just a little bit. But Dave Chappelle has none. That looks like that's his like comfortable you, you, you're place. You're talking about 100% carefree? I could say there's a, co- there's a couple comedians out there with that. But to the level that he's doing it, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah. All right, who else? Um, I just want to go one one two two like that. Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll do that. For sure. I mean, man, I got to go with my, my guy. This uh, is just off personal bias, but, uh, you know, Russell Peters. Yeah. You feel me? <laughs> Honestly, like... He's funny, though. Bro, this dude laid the way out for, like, the whole... Um, I mean, obviously, I know Dave laid it out for everybody, but um, as far as, like, the Netflix specials and getting those Netflix deals, like, he was the first comedian to get a Netflix special. To be honest, I didn't even know he had a Netflix special till you just said something. Bro, I'm talking about back in, like, 2008. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was just like, and you got to think like Amy Schumer and shit's getting paid tens of millions of dollars or whatnot. Yeah. And fucking Russell's shit was just like, I think it was two two shows or per per special he got a mil. Damn. You got that shit on discount, bro. Like think about how much that shit sold. Imagine getting a mil to just get on stage and just fucking make fun of people and just shit on random people in the crowd. Because <laughs> that's essentially what Russell Peters, that's his whole thing. His, uh, you know, poking at, poking at other people in the crowd. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's always funny. Okay, okay. So who's your number two? My number two. All right, this might sound controversial, but I'm gonna say Bill Burr. Ain't controversial. Ain't got bro. That motherfucker. Bill Burr is, funny is the greatest white. Fuck. He's the greatest white stand-up comedian of all time. I said it. <laughs> I said it. I mean, shit, bro. Ain't nobody gonna argue that. Cause like comedy. Actually, like, I mean, obviously some old heads will go back, but you know what I mean. I. You can make a case for like George Carlin. I'm a, I'm a big yeah. fan of George Carlin, but I just think Bill Burr is funnier. George Carlin was a little more depressing. He's like, what, if you put Bill Burr and fucking Louis C.K. out together? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And Louis C.K. is just extreme, but we, we, won't, we won't go there. <laughs> We're not yeah. going to go down that route. Hey, shit, number two for me got to be uh, Chappelle, you feel me? It got to be Chappelle. Damn, you putting Russell Peters over Chappelle? Just, I, I said I started it out with personal reasons. You how, how long has Russell Peters been active? Not as long as Chappelle. 
Okay, personal reasons. Okay, I can't really like what that. the fuck. I can't argue that then. If I but if it wasn't personal reasons, it would be just flipped around. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, and then shit, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Like I'm happy you said it, but like probably my fourth would be uh, I probably throw Bill Burr at my four, but my third, just off of like, bro, like his old shit, Eddie Murphy, bro. Eddie Murphy is a fucking legend. You know what I mean? Just bro, just off of Delirious alone. And, you know, a lot of people be like, man, what about Richard Pryor, this and that? But it's like, I'm not going to lie, bro. Like, I didn't grow up on Richard Pryor. Yeah, and it's not, I, I, didn't, I never really went back and listened to, like, his old shit. Like, I just, I mean, I just, there wasn't interest. For me, like, comedy has to be, like, current. But exactly, and you got to think about it this way. A lot of what people say about Richard Pryor is that he, you know what I mean, came out and did his, uh, did his stand-up, but the thing that was different was that his stand-up was, holy shit, off the walls for the time. So now it's like when you go back and listen to some shit, it's just like, you know what I mean? Some nonchalant, like yeah. everyday shit that you hear. Yeah. It's not like coming out of left field, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I, so I, I see why people say Richard Pryor, but I feel like that's one of those, it depends who you grew So on. like Richard Pryor, I'll say this though, because like the people, the, the reason why people like put his name at like the top of the list yeah. is because like before Richard Pryor, prior to Richard Pryor, prior, <laughs> prior to Richard, <laughs> there was no, like comedy was a little more like, like G rated, you know what I mean? Fucking dry. He was as the hell. first openly vulgar motherfucker, and like either you loved him or you hated him. And the people that loved him thought he was funny as shit. Hey, and just, then like hey, after that, he there would be no Dave Chappelle, Kevin Hart. I was hey, I was gonna say outside of the fact that you know all comedians are like you know at, at the end of the day they all depressed they all like have you know what I mean shit's not peaches for comedians in general you know what I mean way to put them in a box nah bro <laughs> comedians have said that you know what yeah, I mean yeah, it's yeah. like for you to like have that kind of like career path it was just you know what I mean you went through some fucked up shit mm-hmm. but to say the least like what you had said about fucking Dave Chappelle bruh I, like I, I imagine Richard Pryor like that just positive in his uh, it, like in public you know what I mean yeah like the world just seen him as just not positive but he was just always like laughing and smiling with Dave it's like you knew What's up with Dave? You know what I mean? Yeah, Dave Chappelle was, you know, you know, he had some bullshit going on that he was going to get his chest out. Literally. You know what I mean? And just talking shit. Um, but no, nah, I was going to say, too, to, to piggyback off that point, like, Dave Chappelle's openly said, like, he's inspired by Richard Pryor. Without Richard Pryor, there would be no Dave Chappelle. So, But yeah, I think man. Dave Chappelle's, like, the GOAT. I think he's firmly established himself. But obviously, that's not like a, there's still a debate around that, so. Hey, you know what, man? I gotta make a quick edit on my shit, bro. Like I fuck with Bill Burr. I, it just, it's, I just thought of this like last minute, man. I gotta throw my man Kev above uh, Bill Burr, bro. Just for what he's done for himself and his name as a brand. Yeah. Like this dude went from making hood films to doing stand up to having specials to selling out fucking arenas, bro. And then now, what comedian do you know with a signature shoe by Nike? He has a signature shoe by Nike. He has a signature shoe by Nike. Damn, how'd that happen after playing in the Celebrity All-Star game? Nah, it was like, because you know how he's heavy into like the whole fitness. Like, you know that dude, yeah, yeah. Just Fit, old, old boy Ron, he like be training hella people and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, Kevin, you know what I mean? He uh, That's Kevin's trainer and whatnot. So, Kev went down that whole route of fitness and all that. So then, that's how, I guess that's how it happened. But, yeah, man. Yeah. His own little line. So, it's like, I gotta actually give him that, bro. Like, that's I, what's up. I'm gonna I'm I'm throw Burr at five. I'm sorry, okay. Bill. So round out your five again. So my five is Russell, Dave, Eddie Murphy, Kevin Hart, Bill Burr. Okay. So who did I say so far? I said Dave, Dave Chappelle, Bill Burr. I almost don't want to say it because I don't support anything he did outside of the uh, stand-up I know, comedy I'm stage. I'm already known. Okay, and I and I haven't really been listening to him since then. Disclaimer. Okay. But Louis C.K. is up there. Okay. 
Like just he's, he's objectively funny. Bro, he's nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, he's, cringe he's funny. He's very vulgar. Like like you if you hate him, I don't blame you, okay? But yeah, that's just but me. You, hey, you're not bro, I'm not gonna lie. No matter how much you hate him, you're not gonna sit there at one of his stand ups or watch one of especially a stand up, bro. Like anybody that says, Oh, this motherfucker's not funny, go watch that motherfucker live in person. Yeah, it's like different so, watching it behind the screen, you know what I mean? Sometimes weirdos be funny as shit. Bro, <laughs> it's just something about bro, it's something about the tension that they bring in the room. Yeah, it's, everybody's it's over here like, like he, gets, he gets a kick out of making the whole fucking audience uncomfortable. And it's hilarious. Right. But okay, so Louis C.K. and then um, four, I'd probably put Chris Rock, or no, three Chris Rock, four Louis Chris C. Rock. K. Okay. Yeah, three Chris Rock, four Louis C.K. Five is fuck. I don't know, bro. Mount Rushmore is just four. I just threw in top five. Yeah, it's only, it's only four niggas on Mount Rushmore, man. <laughs> there you go. You got my Mount you Rushmore. Got, you, you got your four. Sorry, Dave. You went yeah. off to Mount Rushmore, Dave, bro. You just, you just saved me because I, I, I just blinked. <laughs> what shit, man? Hey, what's on your rotation lately, though? Your music rotation. What yeah. you been listening to? I'm not even going to lie, bro. Like, I've been listening. Like, I've been having selective hearing yeah. with all, like, the music that comes out. Like, I know pretty much all the music that comes out, like, on a daily or weekly basis. yeah. But sometimes I just don't give enough of a fuck to listen to all of it. <laughs> like, I'm picky. Cause, hey, true that. Because you remember back when, like, we were in school and shit, like, we would sit around and listen to albums as they dropped. But, hey, but here's the difference, though. So back when Hot New Hip Hop was there, and we, like, with that one fucking, um, what was the other one, Dat Piff, all those all those different sites when they would had, like, the different mixtapes and, like, little, th- uh, little projects dropping, they weren't as, like, uh... They, they weren't coming as quickly as they are now. Yeah. Obviously, then they were coming out way faster than, you know what I mean, back in 2008, 2009. But, like, now it's just like, bro, you go hop on Apple Music, you got a new album coming out every fucking week. <laughs> yeah, bro. And half of this shit be trash as fuck, you know what I mean? I think, on average, I hear about two new rappers I've never heard of every week. <laughs> hey, man, honestly, like, I'll, I'll, I'll go out and I'll listen to, like, stuff people tell me about or, like, something that I'll come across. But, yeah, like you said, there's just too many, like... It's just, it's too dense and it's too like, plus, I'm not dense. Well, that's not the right word. It's fucking oversaturated. It's oversaturated. Exactly. Exactly. And like, as I get older, bro, I'm not going to lie. I just, something in me has been kind of wanting to expand my, my, my genre taste. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dipping into other shit a little bit. Nah, facts, facts. I ain't going, bro. I mean, (laughs) that's like the grown way of saying, man, I'm not just listening to hip hop no more. I mean, I'm washed. So what can I say, man? I'm old. Hey, that's true, bro. I mean, but then again, you got to keep it real with yourself, bro. Like, honestly, like, I never started out listening to hip-hop, you know what I mean? I was hella into, like, just, you know what I mean, R&B and, like, you know what I mean? Soul music, just jazz, like, you know what I mean? Even a lot of Indian songs, it's all all melody-based. It's not, like, it's all sing-songy type shit, you know what I mean? I'm not going to lie, bro. Yeah, you mentioned Indian music. Yeah. Bro, my parents be throwing on, like, Sudanese music, right? Some of that shit slap. Bruh. Yeah, hey, some, so bro, like, some the, of these... Their drum patterns are on there are kind of fire. I'm like, some of this I shit can be it. sampled in actual hip-hop. I believe it, bro. <laughs> I believe it. I mean, you know, I mean, shit, bro, that's what they do. That's what a lot of, you know what I mean? A lot of producers go out to, they go into different, you know what I mean, well, cultures. Big, big Pimpin'. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. That was fucking uh, a song from Egypt. It was literally a straight Egyptian song. I mean, shit, bro. 50 Cent's entire discography was an Egyptian song. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, fact. Back. Fucking the all a massacre was an Egyptian song. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Dre went over there and fucking killed that shit with it, bro. Yeah, like, Scott Storch was all over the Middle East, fucking hunting for samples. <laughs> <Bro>. <laughs> That's why the motherfuckers be up in fucking Abu Dhabi and shit. Yeah. They be out here fucking blowing bands like. 
yeah. getting that shit straight from the source, bro. Like, you know, this motherfucker stopped scorch walking down downtown, find some little kid playing a flute. Like, hey, Brody, come over here. I'll give you 10 bands. <laughs> that, that's how you think he talked? It's summer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brody. <laughs> shit, you talking. never know. Fuck. This motherfucker 40 plus, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Where does he rank in terms of like greatest producers? He top five, bro. He top five. Him, Timbaland, Zaytoven. Fucking, uh, like, if we talking about just overall, not specifically picking niches and pockets of, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Music, like, it's, damn, bro, like, you've actually done some shit outside of just what your cap is. So, yeah. Fucking, um, who would I say? Um, Scott Storch, uh, Timbaland, Dr. Dre, um, Hit Boy. Hit Boy's creeping up there, bro, and, like, you brought that thought back into, like, into my head, bro, like. The him and Nas connection is actually really good. Like that dude, <laughs> bro. That duo is like on on some like you know Stockton uh, Stockton Malone esque. You feel yeah, me? Yeah. Stockton Malone esque like little little duo. You know what I mean? It ain't no Shaq and Kobe. It ain't no Jordan Pippen. You know what I mean? It's yeah. that Stockton Malone. That's. I feel like let's hold that thought. I feel like there's a good little NBA duo that they could be fucking. You feel me? To. Yeah, but, but hey, yeah. I mean, shit, bro. Hey, speaking of pro, still in rotation, bro. That project King's Disease Two, still in rotation, bro. See, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm selective with my listening. Yeah. And then like I listen to albums as they come out, but like very few of them. And then I pick my favorite songs. I create a little playlist, and then I shuffle those same forty or whatever songs like yeah throughout the week until I get tired of them. Literally, and then I bro. listen to the next shit. But it's like selective listening. But to answer your question, King's Disease Two was part of that selective listening, and that's. My favorite project that's come out this year, personally. So far? Yeah, still. Bruh, hey, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I just got, like, I. it didn't come out this year, and I'm late as fuck to the party, bro. But that fucking Joiner project, bro. I'm telling you. Joiner Lucas? Yeah, that Joiner project. That shit been in rotation. Sue Surf came out with a project, man. Who's that, Sue Surf? Sue Surf, battle rapper out of Newark, New Jersey. And not a lot of battle rappers. Can Brick actually. City. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Newark, New Jersey. Yeah, bro. Brick City. Brick City. But um, yeah, bro, not a lot of battle rappers, you know what I mean, like can actually like make an album. Because there's certain shit like you got to say that's not a lot, a lot of A lot of battle rap niggas be trash. Like, oh, an actual, an actual songs? Fuck yeah. it. It's like the same reason why, bro. Think about it this way. If Drake stepped in the stage on, you know what I mean, one of these battle rappers, bro, he'd get murked. He'd get sent home crying. You feel me? Like, it's a, it's a whole different Just piece. kidding. But I say all that to, you know I mean? Sue Surf is one of those, you know what I mean? Select few that can actually make music. Nice. And that shit's nice, bro. He had, that's, that's the dude I told you he had a song with Kevin Durant back in 2014. Hey, this, this dude KD got bars. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't dude, gonna lie. I don't know. I've seen a couple like iffy clips, man. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. You seen that clip of KD and Dave East rapping? Yeah. I think you showed when, it to me, bro. Dave East spent a little time in college. Yeah. <laughs> Red shirt on the hoop team. That's crazy to think about, bro. Those fools really hoop together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I mean... Well... <laughs> depending on how you want to define hoop together. <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> uh, Anyway. All right. I be talking hella shit, man. I gotta, I, gotta, I gotta slow down. Hey, man. We just getting started, you feel me? Yeah. Oh, man. And we're, we're gonna talk about Ben Simmons next. <laughs> you feel you're me? Just, you're just setting me up for Philly. <laughs> I mean, shit, bro. Speaking of Ben Simmons... This fool really about to fucking hold out on a fucking contract deal. First off, can we get talk to the point that, bro, like... I have a lot to say about this. Bro, these athletes nowadays, you make so much money early on in your career that you able to, like, sit there and be like, I'm secure enough right now, and I know about my talent for the future. I'm willing to risk this 100 mil. I feel like... Dawg, that, bro, what? 
Let me ask you this. Do you do you side with the Sixers or Ben Simmons? So it, it, it's bro, it's a two sided side to this one. But uh, on one hand, I'm over here like I feel Ben Simmons because of the fact, bro, like how I get it. He was trash. He was trash, bro. He was not just trash. He was historically awful, bro. I get that. He but, cost them the series. But when your fucking best player and your uh, and your coach openly come out and like, you know what I mean, just trash you in the I media. get that. I get that. But you you deserved it. Facts. As far as like. If he should stay or leave, I think, bro, like you need to stay because if you leave, you still gotta prove that you know what I mean. You need to come back and get your name back for yourself, bro. Get your nuts back, like real shit. You feel me, like, bro? You coughed up that lead, so I get it. Like, yeah, they end up talking shit about him this, that, and the third, but nah, man, like they got you on the contract. You still like you're not a fucking vet. Too often right now, bro. We got. We got people really looking at these young kids as the fucking vets, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he, you're not a vet till you fucking 28, 29. Bro, he moving, he moving 10 out. Ten years in the league, bro. He moving out here. League. He moving out here like he got the juice, like LeBron and KD and shit. Like bro. he run shit in the league just because he got Rich Paul like his agent. I'm like, bro, if you don't sit your ass down and go Shout in the gym, to Rich Paul, bro, for he this motherfucker getting a bag for himself. Dude, I get the pressure. It's tough to deal with. It, fu- it fucking probably sucks to have a whole city boo you, right? Make your fucking shots. But it's like at the end of the day, if you player. if you had a response of, okay, I'm just going to lock myself in the gym. I will get a jumper. I guarantee you that, Philly. And then you came out next year and you actually did it. It, w- it wouldn't be no booze. Yeah. But this is the equivalent of like, you know, you got a little kid going to the local park to go play hoop with the big kids, right? I'm going to wait till you sit down and are actually oh, man, listening. Oh, I, I'm checking the time real quick. Yeah, you did be hey, dirty, my man. <laughs> but uh, but now I'll say like it's so Ben Simmons wanting out of Philly. That's the equivalent of like a little kid showing up to the park, right? The hoop, yeah. And he sees all the grown folks hooping, and like, man, get your little ass out. And then he goes home <laughs> crying. That's that, that's the equivalent of that. It's like, bro, you're 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 low key mentally weak. And it's like Thanks. seeing that. First of all, seeing your display in the playoffs, how you fucking just choked it, and then how you and then your response after. to that as like an NBA franchise. Why the fuck would you want that guy anywhere near your team? Yeah. And on top of that, no jumper. So, Nah, facts. Facts. That's just my two cents on it. Or my two coins. Two cents on it. I mean, shit, bro. I, I mean, mean I, bro, at the end of the day, I think, I think we both on the same as far as just like, this fool needs to play it out. Because uh, ain't no team going to give up anything for fucking Simmons at this point. At least nah. nothing valuable, bro. Like, what the fuck? We know that he wants to leave, so we might as well just wait it out until, until we get the motherfucking chance to just, you know... It's all good. The Phoenix Suns are going to take home the chip anyway. Shit, we'll see about that, bro. I hope y'all doing, you know. Cleveland Browns, we out here, bro. We finna take the home the chip as well. No Baker going to ride us to a touchdown and to the Super Bowl. <laughs> hey, bro, yeah, bro. Man. Our next topic, I'm going to let you give some more background on it. And this kind of piggybacking off what we mentioned earlier, Joyner Lucas. Uh, recently, there was a whole... Um, dispute on the Clubhouse app, right? Between yeah. Joyner Lucas and Karen Civil. You want to just explain real quick who both of these individuals are and what the background of the story like entails? Well, hey, real quick, you give a background on Karen Civil because I feel like you know more about her. Than I mean, Karen, 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 Karen Civil. Yeah. So first of all, Karen Civil is a black woman named Karen. Um, first off, um, she's like a media mogul in like the hip hop space, so she kind of like is a mover and shaker type of person. She works with like different artists and helps them kind of get their name out there through social media, through different advertisements 
and she collects like a certain percentage of that. That's based on my understanding of what she does. And like at the same time, she's developed like a presence, like within social media, to where she's making like her own money through different streams. So she's a well-known public figure who has a lot of connections in like the hip hop industry. So she really pretty much just help you out with your branding. And Joyner Lucas is another rap nigga. Yeah. So long story short, 2015, Joyner was trying to. He was on. He was on the come up, trying to come up. Um, <laughs> he's gonna come up, trying to come up. But uh, if you ain't know, yeah. but at that same time, like you know, Karen had um, linked up with Nipsey, and in all honesty, it you know, Nipsey was doing his own thing. It just kind of looked like Karen could kind of help it, but she wasn't gonna take advantage of no Nipsey. So long story short, <laughs> he seen, he seen Joiner seen what she did for Nipsey's career with his branding, what he did for uh, what she what she was able to do for you know what I mean, Marathon Clothing and all that. So he was like, all right, cool, I want you to manage me, long story short. And he ended up giving his last 60K that he had to her to help uh, help him out with, you know what I mean? Pretty much just improving his brand, improving it, getting him more exposure than he already had because he already had a little buzz going on in his hometown, you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyways, after he gave her that 60K, she just stopped answering calls. He would call her up, and finally when she would pick up, you know what I mean, she's over here getting mad at him like, why the fuck you calling me? Because, bitch, I just gave you 60 <laughs> She picked up the phone like, who are you, you bum-ass nigga? Literally. <laughs> and on top of that, I guess that's that's right, that's like right around the time his son was born and all that. You know uh, what I mean? And yeah. So I was like, you know. She I'm, screwed him financially. So that's what so that's what that whole shit is. But I don't know. I just look at that as, one, as a manager and somebody like Karen Silver, you got to see like, all right, this cat joiner comes up. Like, you got to look at talent and be like, let me not fuck over this kind of talent. If you're going to fuck over anybody, like, you see somebody that got like that can rap, that can tell stories, paint pictures. Like you know, this is gonna bite you in the ass someday. How many how many stories in hip hop though do we have of rappers who are exactly like that and then just end up getting screwed over by the industry? Because I don't think we we realize like how much of a monster the music industry is. I feel like it's corruption at every turn. Even if you like watch your back, you like you can still get got like. Yeah. Because with Joiner, he probably felt like. You know, like, there was probably some trust there that was established, right? Facts. And then she just fucking completely, like, ran off with his money. Yeah. Did he ever get it back? Nah, bro, what the fuck? That's why hella people in the fucking clubhouse was just over here like, man, get him his money back. So what's up with the 60K? What's up with the 60K? I mean, it is what it is, bro. I mean, I was about to go, go a little deeper, and I ain't gonna lie, bro. I'm actually, like, running late right now. Oh, yeah? So, uh, yeah, we gonna have to abruptly stop this shit. Want to give a quick shout out to everybody in the live that came through, everybody that supported us. You know what I mean? First how, time on How much live. time are we at? At least like 30. You know really? what I mean? Yeah. Cap. Nah, bro. Okay. We're like 30, something like that. But um, yeah, man. So um, make sure y'all hit that follow button. Make sure y'all hit that subscribe button. Um, yeah, we're going to keep doing this live thing. Try to make it more normal. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? I don't know why we ain't thought of that before, but. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, man, on behalf of the Two Coin Podcast, this is your brother Waleed signing out. And I'm Ronnie, the other side of the coin. We'll catch you next time.